This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Benchtown TV. I'm your host, Jim, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tyler, and we're back covering Apple TV's hit TV show, Silo. Today, we are covering episode eight, Hannah. If you're listening from our dedicated Silo feed, then welcome to Benchtown TV. We're a television podcast that covers so many TV shows, but we created this dedicated Silo feed to make it super easy for you all to follow along with us week to week. So please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date. If you found us via the search feed by searching Silo, then you found our Silo feed. But please be sure to check out our main podcast feed at Benstown TV because we have seven hosts with plenty of guests who have covered almost 75 different TV shows with over 350 plus episodes. So we're sure we've covered something you guys will love. We recently finished covering Yellow Jacket, Succession and Barry. And right now we're covering Cruel Summer along with Silo. Coming very soon will be the newest season of Black Mirror, Secret Invasion, and The Witcher. So we've been pretty busy, and we want you guys to come along for the ride. So please be sure to hit that subscribe button. But anyway, like I said, today we're covering episode 8 of Silo, Hannah. Tyler, there are some reveals, a reveal we're expecting. We'll talk about how we felt about that. But first, let's just talk about generally how do we feel about the episode. I'll let you go first. You usually break the ice for us. So let's Yeah, let's yeah. Happy to be on another week. For anybody that's been listening to this pod, probably not surprised that I'm going to be on the Black Mirror pod as well. So definitely check that out. <laughs> you, you get, you're getting my vibe right now. But this episode, I think it was the shortest episode just in length of Silo. Mm-hmm. But like most of the episodes, I thought it, it kept a really good pace. It was going back to our deeper conversation last week, keeping up with this theme of Rebecca Ferguson's character, Jules, just figuring out things and piecing them together as fast as we can as the audience. And while last week we were talking about some larger nebulous themes for the show, we didn't get as much payoff as I might've thought there, but we did get potentially the least surprising uh, (laughs) reveal of the show. I think most people, that's not to say it's a bad thing, but I do think most people were kind of on the, you know, Tim Robbins, he's here to be the big bad. But yeah, we got that reveal. And honestly, I, I was intrigued because this episode put us in a spot where you're like, what the hell is possibly going to happen for Jules? And leaves us on a bit of a cliffhanger, but it did pull a lot of the characters into interesting positions and getting us ready for, in television, most, most great shows, the penultimate episode. Oh, is- yeah is the real banger. And then the finale really caps it. We've got, you know, season two of silo officially greenlit for production. Let's go. Um, So I think it puts us in a really interesting spot coming into these last two episodes. Now that Jules is uh, on the run and jumping down the silo. I wonder if she has a parachute 
we, I have no idea how she's going to survive. I don't, I don't know. She, I mean, my only thought is that she kind of jumped like outwards and like, we've seen enough of the silo that there are, it's not just around the middle of it, a straight drop down. There's like, you know, connectors for the different floors. So yeah. So landing on a hypothetically jump off of one floor and like three floors down, land on like another and then run down. Um, But regardless, it's going to be, I have a feeling we're going to see a hobble jewels. And I just want to put this out there because I do think it is relevant for our conversation. We were talking so much about potentially episode eight, Bernard just dropping it on her and it being like more of an existential crisis. We now know that while Bernard revealed himself, she is still at odds with it, but they did release the name of episode 10. So the finale's Mm. name is cleaning. So, you know, it's hard to give any more theories and ignore that that came out. Right. I don't. And our listeners probably know that as well. So it's shaping up more that we we are going to get some big answers in episode 10. And Hugh did tell us like episode 10 is going to come out and it's going to blow your fucking mind. So, oh, yeah, yeah, um, that stacks up. But this episode, they put us in an interesting spot, you know, on a cliffhanger at the end of last episode. And. I thought this did a good cat and mouse game where we got a lot of things right. I, maybe I I think I oversold and thought that there was going to be less of an adversarial relationship between Tim Robbins and, and Jules. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I'll start our conversation off with just talking about the common character, Sims, yeah. um, who had a big part to play in this episode. What did you think of uh, Sims? acting in this episode (laughs) (laughs) oh tyler well you know what i think bernard being released as the or revealed as the big bad tim robbins that's good for our game released too they've released him from his cage let the big yeah they they unleashed him um you know i i did hear you know there's a lot of backlash on commons acting for this and you know what? To be honest, yeah, I get it, but I really don't care because I think Sims is just who he is. Like, I mean, okay, so we knew this whole time. We were guessing that he wasn't going to be the big bad, right? If he's the enforcer, then I don't know if I care that much how good he needs to act. You know, if he wants yeah. to just be the guy yeah. in the leather jacket that's going to, you know, beat the hell out of you and be, do the bidding of Tim Robbins, then we win the game. Tim Robbins is the big dog. And Sims does his thing. And I and honestly, like I said, I just don't think it matters to me. I just think he did fine. It's his character. I don't need it to be layered or anything if he's not going to be major, major, major in the next few seasons or whatever it is. Now, if he ends up being like, you know, something different and not just the enforcer and they really do few adds to his character later in the books. Then he better step it up a little bit, but I'm fine with the one dimensional enforcer for him as long as Bernard yeah, is the actual. I, I'm going to give. I, I had to ask because you know we are doing this pod one day after we typically do it, so apologies for the listeners. But I'm gonna I'm gonna make a swerve. I was reading a bit of the social media and people were were bitching about Common's performance. I'm flipping my take. I'm in on Common in this show. Okay, yeah. But what I you mean, said, honestly, in my opinion. The best common scene in this show is in this so far is in this episode when he's in jail. I loved that scene. That's a good. Yeah, he does a good job of being menacing. Now, to your point, 
they've really painted him into a box. So if they want to show us his family, which in the very beginning of the episode, when he's talking to Gloria, it's painting him a little bit more. It makes me think that we're going to see more from him. You know, he's going to have to give me some soft and tender, which, you know, I'm a little bit worried about, but I think he's doing it. I mean, he punched I mean, I, Jules it's, right it's in the by, freaking gut, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be straight up by design. If you want to say the one dimensional, you know, yeah. I'm the enforcer, I'm menacing. That's fine. Like, that's I his have job. no problem that's his with job who in he the is. Yeah. He doesn't need to be like giving monologues and this. And we already talked about it. he killed it during the, the scene with uh, what's the guy's name again? Trumbull. Guy Trumbull. Yeah. With Trumbull. He killed it with that scene. I really liked his menacing scene as well in the jail cell when he's saying, you know, can I get a cup of coffee? Can I get a uh, just one call? And he's like, OK, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. He's manipulative. He is he's playing the role of the villain. Well, I, I, that's truly my belief. And when you give him someone like Tim Robbins to bounce off of, I mean. You know, for what it's worth, I'll go back to Bernard, but I just I just love Tim Robbins so much. And I just had I just had to keep it going. Well, in my mind, if I wanted to take this 45 minute episode and split it into a couple different pieces, there is obviously the Jules escape piece. We've already touched on that. So I think we, we can go there first. That's one. There is Jules and her father's relationship is is two. And then shout out Ian Glenn. Great yeah. acting this episode. Yep. And then Jules relationship with uh, with Lucas, which mm-hmm. sandbag. I don't know, maybe I mean, maybe he's not maybe he's not a listener. I'm still going to stick with the fact that he is because this is even he's still not giving us anything besides the fact that he doesn't want to disappoint his mom. But right. Jim, are you so God, I have so many questions for you about Team Lucas. But <laughs> first, let's Lucas, just talk bro. about the the escape. I did like the way they revealed Bernard. He's in the same field that her mother. Oh, God. And of course, we have to talk about the just all the all the flashbacks, which you'll run through this pod. But of course, he's in the same field that she got the rat. They got the rabbit for her back before her her mother died. And that's where Bernard and Sims catch her, essentially. You know, Mm -hmm. they give you the whole. Oh man, maybe she breaks out of this. And I like when shows do that because it's just more of a chance to just show like this is a badass. She's yeah, she's beating some guards up. She's potentially going to get out of this, but they've got her. And but it's good because it's real. It's realistic. Like it shows she's a badass. But if she got away, I would have been like, oh my freaking god, come yeah, on! It's, like, it's four. It's, like- it's four raiders and and Bernard and Sims. No way. But the fact that she starts beating them up, hell yeah, I love that. Yeah, I like that too. So they've got her. They're saying that she's, you know, I think we heard that she's going to clean. So that tells us right away that they've definitely sent people out to clean before that. Maybe you didn't think wanted to clean. Oh, yeah. And they, oh, yeah. And they made them. So that's mm-hmm. a way that they execute people, which kind of goes into the theory of that. They're just killing people in the, you know, when they when they let them Could outside. Be. Yeah, that's, that was my fault like- there. But I like how this episode really made Billings, you know, even more sympathetic to me because he is just pinballing and stuck between the friction of Julie of Jules and of judicial. And yeah. to the point where he's got to arrest Sims at one point. Now he's arresting her and he's just a pawn in all this. But 
the syndrome, which we didn't get any more information on, but Not the yet. syndrome is getting worse for him. And Jules notices it because that's who Jules is. And she she gets jump on him and gets a run for it. What do you think in the next episode this is going to mean for Billings' character? Yeah, so I just want to say Billings is definitely a pleasant surprise for me. You know, I thought he was just going to be like the pawn that annoys us. That's going to be the deputy who becomes the sheriff when Jules is gone, or at least what they want to happen. And the fact that he ends up being someone that I feel like you can trust him as long as it's in his moral compass. As long as he believes he's doing the right thing, he's going to trust you. Like he arrested Sims. He had Jules's back. He starts quoting the pact. He has her back 100% arrest Sims moves on but then when you know even though it's not correct once he finds out she says she wants to clean and finds out what she was actually doing he says you know you betrayed me basically i'm sick of you you know he basically puts his trust in people and he tries to see the best in people and that's great yeah. for him he was not anybody that i thought i was going to enjoy he has been a great character so far and i'm ho hoping we get to see him more now when it comes to the syndrome He's going to get some shit, obviously. Sims hopefully didn't notice that he was shaking or any of the Raiders noticed, and that's why Jules is able to get away. Yeah, but if I mean, someone has a syndrome, and we don't know yet, like Tyler, if you're right about you know the withdrawal kind of thing, that's not a huge deal. They could always just be like, dude, Drink your water, man. Drink your water, and like, you know, because it's on. It's in their benefit anyway. Well, they have. If it's a, they have said it's against the pack to not disclose be in a position you have the of and being in a position of power. Yeah. Like with a firearm and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, and that's the tragedy of all this, because you can tell, like I said, he's a really good guy and he and he loves his wife and daughter and he's an honest man. And it's going to turn into something where his wife was saying, sure, you want to keep doing this. And it could be oh wait, the good guy goes to jail or gets put away. And I don't know if they're going to send him to clean. Yeah, it, it could be a tragedy for our boy. Yeah, Billings. I mean, if you think about it, he's either saying i've got the syndrome and that's why i let jules go which is terrible for him or he just looks incompetent at his job because jules right. breaks away from him which i think the latter is where we're going to be but what i think that's interesting for storytelling is that i can just see the scene where they look over the ledge in the beginning of episode nine and sims is like you let her go you fucking are in charge of getting her back and the next episode is kind of like a cat and mouse where Billings is using his skills to try and track down Jules. And maybe along the way, she, you know, I think Billings ultimately is going to be an advocate for Jules. And I think he's going to, yeah. for her to get, you know, if we almost look at it like this is a video game and they're at level 20 and she's got to get to 144 because that's where Walker is and she can maybe get the technology to her and start to expose some things. You know, it's almost like a video game of getting down there and Billings is the one tracking her down. I, I think right. he's got a role to play to help her out. Uh, but I did think, look, that's the action of the episode. There's not really much more to talk about it, but I did want to just bring out, like, it does put Billings in an interesting position for yeah. next episode. And I, I want to talk about two things really quick. The first thing I'm just going to bring up, and we could probably talk about it at the end, but my guess, my theory is going to be that Jules has to get down to Walker, just like you said. I think Mechanical is going to start a rebellion, and it's going to be one of those things where she's getting safe haven in Mechanical from Judicial. Because when you see Shirley, which 
We got a name drop, Timani. We got Shirley. It's Shirley, <laughs> of course. There you go. Shirley. Shirley <laughs> I, Campbell. I, if a listener out there can point me to where Shirley's name has been said before this episode, please do. Because yeah. for me, when she said, Shirley, what are you doing here? I was like, whoa. That, they she's, and she's in the name. They put her. I'm pretty sure it was her file first when she breaks into Sims files. Ooh, I missed that. And I, That's good. And I, That's they good said catch. it says Shirley Campbell. And I paused and I was like. Who the hell is Shirley Campbell? <laughs> well, Shirley yeah. also says, and again, I, I know it's going a million different ways, but Shirley also said a rebellion again. Like, yes. May, yes. So, so we're going to be punished for another rebellion. When she says that, Walt goes like, hmm. So I'm thinking they start the rebellion. It causes mayhem. That gets Jules down. That's her safe haven. They're going to say, you want to get Jules? You got to go through us. And that's where she buys her time to work with Walt to get into the hard drive. Well, they don't. Does she still have the hard drive? Did yeah, she have her... her bag when she jumped off the ledge? Yeah, she stole the bag. She grabs the bag and runs. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I like that. I like that. Yeah, I think that's and a good. That's a good point. Number two. This is actually. Up. Yeah, this is this is what I want to actually talk about within this conversation. This was just funny to me because last episode we were like, "What's going to happen? Like she's on the run. She's going to freaking get caught, or she's not going to get caught." And blah, blah blah. And they and then all of a sudden she's hiding in the mids in her dad's nursery and then she just walks down to the sheriff's department is like what's up and i was like what the hell they're not chasing her but basically she's better she's better yeah she's she's smarter than us that was the play right she just you hide in plain sight and then you just come up like nothing's changed yeah so i thought it was totally you know they're just chasing her down they're gonna take her but i feel like the answer to that question or the reason why I'm okay with it is, you know, if you're Sims, if you're Bernard, you know, she has something, you don't know what it is yet. And if she got a chance to get away, so she gets away from Gloria, they don't get her at that moment. So whatever's in that vent, when she runs away, she could have hit it. So if you go and catch her with the Raiders and tackle her down, she could have gave it to Lucas. She could have gave it to Billing. She could have hit it again. And then you don't get the answer. So that's the only reason why, because otherwise I'd just be like, why don't you just take her and and send her away? You know, I, that's a good point. And I kind of took it as, you know, the point of the Raiders going to Gloria's room in the first place was to try and catch her in the act. Right. So once they get in there, she's gone. They can't find her. To your point, they're not looking to just arrest her like they're looking to get the relic that she has. Right. So right. That's once the it issue. becomes that it's not like they can tackle her because she doesn't have it on her and she's still yeah. the sheriff and they can't be like, oh, well, we know she's got a relic because we have cameras in the mirror. Like, yeah, yeah. They have because she's able to evade them by going to, you know, the nursery, which, again, was a smart move by her. Um, mm -hmm. it did make sense to me because it's like the Raiders yeah. were just there to catch her in the act. They're not, they can't do shit once they can't find her. Right. Um, and then it becomes just a game of finding the, finding the hard drive. Once yeah. Gloria gives it up, Gloria just, just wants to see she her dreams, you know, whatever. Yeah. Get her out Sims of here. I hope liar, I never dude. see Gloria again. She's a fucking liar. She betrayed Jules. Sim well, Sims a liar. She calls man. herself a fire starter. Yeah. Right. Flame keeper. A flame keeper. God damn <laughs> I yeah, well, Sims Sims played his card and he played it well and she believed him. And then he says, That's give fair. her the good stuff, give her the good stuff. And then well, she's never going to be able to dream or anything again. Isn't it? Isn't it funny? And now we're kind of pivoting into Hannah's past. So I really yeah. did like the parallels they draw. They give you more insight into, you know, her mom 
the need for the telescope coming after her brother dies to try and find heart defects. And they make, you know, they make the claim, which kind of discounts what we were saying with maybe the brother being killed, but maybe the brother just had a hole in his heart and he unfortunately passed away. And she's just trying to find a way to fix that and make sense of it. And, you know, I know we were, we were positing theories last pod about like, you know, the dad giving her in and all this more nefarious stuff, but it is just better writing that like, yeah, guess what? Like Jules knows that there's cameras in, in the mirrors now. And she gets the proof, obviously, from her file as well, that like that is how they knew that she had the microscope. And yep. it's a really great moment when she goes to her father after all these years. Phenomenal and, acting. Yeah. Well, both and, both and, of their parts. And tells her father that she believes him, which, you know, his whole life, he's essentially been living in shame because to his point, he receded when his son died rather than, you know, help the mother and be outward. But kind of the backstory is kind of straightforward. They smash her microscope. They smash her spirit with it. Right. Whether right. she kills herself or not. I mean, we don't know, but we imagine that it might it not have be nefarious. She just. Yeah, yeah it could just like, be. So the, the hanging thread is this rabbit that. Yeah. Is let out into the world. So we know from the first episode, I believe there was cows um, that they, you know, they have some animals because they're serving, they're serving meat. But mm. what do you think the role of something like a, a rabbit with a heart problem, like they're trading a rabbit with a heart problem, like it's a big deal in the beginning. Yeah, right. It's got to be you know rabbits obviously exist in a silo it's not like this guy went outside to get the rabbit unless it's really this guy can really figure out a way to trade outside if if outside is clean now i still think it's shitty out there so i'm going with the fact that rabbits exist but the point is you're not allowed to have an animal on your possession you're not allowed to have anything and that's like very surface level but it's probably that service level. But the other thing that comes to mind for me is what are rabbits used for? Experiments, right? Oh, rats, yes. Rabbits. Okay. They're, oh, yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, a lot of times when experiments are happening, it's happening on, you know, rats, rabbits, rodents. So it also made me drawn to, well, maybe that guy, it's so illegal because he stole that rabbit from, from a lab. A lab or something. Okay. Again, I like that. We don't we don't know, but I was almost thinking it was so cheesy, so I'm glad it didn't happen. But I thought that like Jules was like gonna be like tackled by one of the people, and the rabbit just like comes out and like tackles. The- <laughs> if that would have happened, holy no, shit! Like, there's dude. a rabbit on my face, and she's like, "Thanks, rabbit. I'm glad I let Thanks, you go." Thanks, rabbit. Twenty years later, you saved I mean, me. He had a heart defect, it, man. He's not what, living twenty more years. Was it just me, or when Jules let the rabbit go, did you get Airbud vibes? Oh yeah! Oh <laughs> yeah! Hear you, rabbit! Oh like, yeah! Evo. It's like, oh my god! Don't let the rabbit go! God damn you, Jules! So, Tyler, oh, that's man. actually that's <laughs> that's actually really that's actually really good because listen, how does that guy know that the rabbit has a heart defect unless yeah. it's already known to have it in a lab? Yeah, that's where my head was going. It's like it's this devious deal that the guy doesn't want. He's you know. He's like, whoa, this is a big deal. And he's giving her a rabbit with a heart defect. Like, it just doesn't. Right. You know, you're not. How just do you have say, a rabbit with a heart defect? <laughs> you know exactly. that. No, you're you're totally right, because there's no way she would have taken the rabbit. It's not just like, hey, let me see better into the heart. I mean, that could be 
as as surface level as you want to go. But she says out loud to Jules, this rabbit has a heart defect like your brother. So I'm going to try to fix it with a thread. Yeah, I'm in I'm interested in how that rabbit, you know, what that rabbit's purpose was. And also, you know, when they're smashing the microscope, they say, where's the rabbit? So they also want the rabbit. um, But I mean, that's crazy, too, because he's going. Yeah, Jules keeps it going, and that's it's just crazy. And we already talked about this mass surveillance. They're not going to be able to catch everything, but just like every little conversation, there could be a million people getting incriminated just by these things. And like they know about the rabbit, this and that. But I just want to throw something at you, and I wanted to throw it at you during this week before this episode came out because I think it's pretty much done this theory. But I do want to bring it up to you, and I didn't want to text you because I like doing it live on the pod, so we can talk about it. And get first impressions. But one of the big things that popped in my head during this week, almost like you had in the early season when you were like, I think it was episode one or two. And then all of a sudden you were like, you know what? My theory's changing. And I think it's actually shitty outside. I was thinking when it came to her dad, meaning Jules's dad, the doctor, we were so into this theory. And I and I liked it a lot that it was, you know, they're being punished and maybe the son's being poisoned and this and that. But my thought was maybe the dad because he's the doctor and he's the OBGYN, he's the doctor for for having babies, he removed the actual birth control when he wasn't supposed to so that he could have kids with his wife. And then... Mm, I didn't even think that. That's a good thought. So, So the thing is, though, we're going on this fact that we think that she didn't start getting into the questions, the dangerous questions, till after the son died. So that means that she probably was fine before and they would be allowed to have kids. That theory that I was going to say is he pulled the birth control out. He has kids. And all of a sudden, because he has kids, now they're saying you weren't supposed to. We're going to punish you by poisoning the son. We're going to allow the daughter to live after the mom gets punished and dies from her things because we want Jules to be your reminder that if you step out of line, we'll take her out too. You're going to be our doctor and you're going to do what we say, that kind of thing. But I do think that this is the way they went, and it's it's not that anymore. It's just straight up. The mom was normal. The dad was normal, law-abiding citizens. The son passed away from the heart defect. Then she started asking those questions because why can't I have a freaking microscope? Yeah, because why we, can't yeah, I fix I mean, this? The grief of losing a child, which is you know said by Jules' father, it can do a lot of different things to the parents. And you can recede or you can almost drive yourself mad looking for answers that might not exist. That almost played just so much more uh, real to me, right? Yeah, me like, too. You know, it tied to the heartstrings I think we're better. doing our listeners a disservice if we do not question everything. But yeah. at the same time, you know, we have to know that this show is off of our boy Hughes, great material. They're doing a great mm-hmm. job with the show. And I think it's much you know, more meaningful that, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't some big thing that the silo had potentially, you know, in the past. It was a confluence of really unfortunate events leading to all of this. Yeah, agreed. Yep. Yeah. The only thing that I would have thought of to keep this alive was that they were 
poisoning the son or they killed the son as you know punishment and they just said oh he had a heart defect yeah and we now know from this episode what it did tell us because before this episode we didn't know when the mic like what the timeline of was her messing with the microscope but now we do know which makes sense that it was after the brother passed away right Um, and she's saying i could have fixed him now you don't know you know the dad is a doctor but it doesn't mean he gets to check his own son out you know so they could have just been like oh heart defect he died you know i don't know how i'm not in the medical field at all so i don't know how that works but obviously we the only thing we really know is that he was having seizures but seizures can be from poison seizures can be from a lot of things so if he passed away and they just say oh well your son had a heart defect but i i do really yeah, think it's that still it's, open but we can't say with with complete confidence that we know the background of jules but i I'm venturing to guess, like if I was putting my money on something that what we know now is kind of the full story. Yeah. The brother had a birth defect, died. Her mom asked questions, kills herself when they destroy her microscope. And that's where we kind of are now. And that would make total sense. And you talked about this in in another episode where you said, like, I don't need to see the scene or you need I don't need them to really tell me about it. This episode did it perfectly. If this is the exact answer. The scene between Rebecca Ferguson and Ian Glenn, when they have this conversation, they lay it all out there. She explains the camera. She explains everything. And he breaks down saying, oh, my gosh, because in the past, you can see he looks guilty because it just seems like it has to be him because the mom says only me, you and um, our daughter know about this. There's nobody else. So what what's the deal without knowing about cameras? He's just like, babe, I swear, I swear I didn't do it. You know, he's beaten down because he thinks that his wife killed herself thinking that he was a monster when he didn't do anything. And when they first show the scene and they say, where's the rabbit? And she says, it's gone or we killed and ate it. And then they look at him and he, and he nods. That wasn't looking good for him until we find out he actually was lying. But, but yeah, I mean, that's the scene where he breaks down amazing. And he says, he explains the whole thing, you know, a broker spirit. I should have been there for, I'm sorry. I, I didn't fail you. Like you thought by, betraying her but i betrayed her in a different way where i wasn't there for you or her i I just sunk down into my work people deal with grief in different ways and that's that's all i need to know if that's the story i thought it was a phenomenal scene and i'm good with it and now we have reconciliation so moving forward we've got an additional advocate and ally for jules uh which is important a doctor so let's check in on team lucas Shall we? Yeah, let's check it So, on. Jim, you're in Team Lucas. I know that you were you were liking the the listeners theory, but you're going to be in in Team Lucas. Yeah. You, I mean, if you're in Team Lucas, you're feeling pretty good. You're feeling like this. So I'm feeling good, nerd. but I'm feeling I'm not on Team Jules when it comes to Team Lucas and Jules because she sandbagged him like crazy. And let me just let me just explain that to you. Well, I still think it's he likes her and he's a good guy and it's, it is what it is. He's questioning things and she gets the note. He goes to where she says to go and she basically says like, I want you to help me right now. I'm going to give you all these answers. By the way, I'm I'm throwing hard drives at you. I'm saying, help me out. And then there's cameras. And it, we have three minutes. You got three minutes to decide. And there could be some consequences. So decide right now. And then he doesn't help her out. And she's like, all right, you better get out of here. And he's like, my mom. And oh, my God. <laughs> you know, and it's like, come on. This guy is literally coming to a girl that he has like a crush on. And she's just like throwing all this at him. It's like, by the way, the Raiders might be getting you in like two seconds. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're Lucas and you get a note, that she wants to meet you in her quarters. Uh, 
the guy's got a quarter chub on the way into the yeah. door. He lets us be honest. He was like, uh, true, you know, yeah. holding a pillow as he walked in to the room. And he was like, oh, what the beep? Like, you're talking to me about constellations? I thought we were you're getting get down. Jailed? Yeah. Yeah. So he got sandbagged and it happened so fast. You know, I thought it was cool that she actually smashed the she smashed Amazing. the mirror and grabbed the sensor, which we now can see looks very similar to the sensor that Holston cleans in episode mm. two. So it is very similar technologically. Um, and we're still left like, look, is Lucas just a guy that's into jewels that's caught in her web? And, you know, just like one of the many other people that are getting caught in her web throughout this could be and he has a mom that he cares about and he doesn't want to do this but on the flip side you know maybe he's a listener and he's just like you know trying to find an excuse to not help her out but he's going to take this information i don't know what this information really does for bernard and sims because they kind of already have it all so mm-hmm. it was a tough it was a tough look for people that like myself that are not team lucas and really weary of him um, yeah but the fact that she this guy saw the sensor, like it could also just be a more using him as showing you as the viewer, you know, somebody that had just an ounce of interest in unanswerable questions. And now being in Rebecca's web, he being in a uh, Jules web, he's now brought fully into the fold where you know, you can't unsee the fact that there's ca- there's a camera in the mirror. Oh, yeah. You can't unsee the fact that she's got a hard drive and she's she didn't even get a chance to really show him all of Georgia. But that would have blew his fucking blew his fucking mind. Um, <laughs> this episode did give us as the viewer vibes that, you know, he's more so just a new love interest. But he's also showing us like how it can start that one question right. can then lead you down a, a hole to be in a lot of different stuff and now he's you know wrapped up in a in a game with Juliet that I don't know if he wants to play and he doesn't want to play it right now but I mean forgive me for not knowing Lucas's actor's name but when he sees the camera and he's like oh my gosh there's camera like that acting was awesome you know, the, the shock yeah, in his I mean, face. The, yeah, there was there was legitimate shock and legitimate like you could almost see the actor was just questioning everything. Yeah, and, and if he was a whisperer, like, make a he, decision. He, he's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, Jesus yeah. Christ, they're gonna kill my mom. Yeah, like, right. I don't um, know. I think that I think it's a Team Lucas uh, check. It's a plus for our boy Team Lucas. But um, I don't know how much of a part he can play immediately for her right now because if i'm right and she goes down to mechanical and it's a rebellion you know to keep her safe while she goes in there somehow breaks in with with walk or something i don't know if he can get down there and help yet but i he might be more of a long-term you know planet seat but i don't know how immediate he can be a help to her unless he somehow gets down to mechanical and is the one that helps her get through yeah i mean look we know where where this episode left us we know that jules isn't getting anywhere that doesn't end her end with her death. So maybe she dies. I I, I don't, I don't believe so. I think she's pre- yeah. pretty much on the billing for, uh, for season two, but yeah, right. we know that I think we can kind of pinpoint. She's got the mechanical fl- as allies. She's got the mechanical floor. She's got her father, potentially Lucas, potentially billings. And she's got to use, I imagine she's going to have to use all of her allies. I mean, hell, she might be knocking back up for George's uh, ex-lover. 
you know, yeah. hitting up the the guy that gave her the ex lover that she saved. She might be right. having to call in as many favors as she can to get herself out of this jam. But we are in the home stretch now with the penultimate finale coming up. And um, I think we're in a really interesting spot. And I like all the, the questions are still there, but we're getting we've really been getting answers. Six, seven, eight, I think are yeah. all presenting more questions than answers, which has been or more answers than questions, excuse me, which has been something that I've really enjoyed about the show. You know, it's it's giving yeah. me non-loss vibes because I because I'm confident that I'm going to get paid off for all these. And things. we talked about it. The more answers they are willing to give us this early means there's going to be a lot of big dog answers later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um we could have a situation where her dad is a liability to her because they take him. It's, it's hard for people to get True. down a mechanical. So we'll see. I mean the fact that they just got back together, they just rekindled the relationship. It would be pretty devastating if they take him and, and kill him while they're trying to bring her out of the rebellion and out of the mechanical. I'd be uh, sad to see Ian Glenn leave so early, but he might be a good death to give us for tugging at the heartstrings. Yeah, um, very true. A couple very other true. things. I just really quickly want to talk about the reveal. I know we already talked about it, but your boy, he reveals himself. We the already Lord talked about this. Bad. Right. We talked about this with... Hugh, we talked about this together, casual versus, you know, podcasters versus people who are really, really in depth, like our friends on the Reddit page and the Facebook page, you know, casual viewers. I don't know. I have to ask my dad. He hasn't watched episode eight yet, but when he gets that reveal, I'd like to, I'd like to hear from your dad, because I think, you know, just in episode three or so, when we were starting when mayor Johns is dying and we were like still on Tim Robbins, we were in the good camp, but I can't see that being too much of a shock for anybody. Yeah, yeah. The way that the way this went. I love Tim Robbins. You already kind of gave you alluded to what you think about the reveal. You liked it. So I want you to talk to me about this quickly because I actually think I may have liked your original reveal from last episode, what you thought was gonna happen better, where they get her, however they get her, they corner her somehow, they bring her to Bernard, and she kind of like is like, what's going on? What's going on? And then he just reveals himself and he's like, what? You know, I don't I'm not saying it was cheesy, but the line where he's like hard drive. Did I just say hard drive like that kind of was... it was a little like writing for like the dun dun dun. It was like, like cause you were joking. Reveal, yeah. Yeah. You were joking in the last episode, like the maniacal, like, yeah. oh, I got you. I'm trying but to it, kill he's, still not, he's still not there. Like he can reveal himself as the bad guy and still be, I'm doing this for the greater good. That's not where I'm getting at. But I just thought it was a little cheesy to be like, did I just say hard drive? <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, it was a little cheesy for but, sure. Tyler, um, but, but to our point, Jules did not go, oh, what do you mean, hard drive? And it was she just instantly a, was like, oh, shit, this guy. Son of a bitch. Me. Yeah, I right. think I think it, it left us in a spot where, let's say, the rebellion is rising up through the bottom to the top. There's a class war going on, and Jules gets the, the upper hand and is up against Tim Robbins. It could still be that Tim Robbins is like, fuck, I'm or that Bernard. I got to stop switching the names. I apologize. But yeah. who doesn't know Tim Robbins? Yeah, you know, Tim um, that Bernard just goes, you know what? Like, you're going to kill me or whatever you're going to do. Like, you need to know this. He referenced the founders um, and makes it you know, pretty clear to me, at least that, like, I don't think Sims is in on it. I think Sims is just his attack dog. Like, he's like, yeah. I'm the guy that that keeps this shit moving. And look, 
it probably does make more sense that if you were that guy, your first instinct would be to just snuff Jules out, which he's trying yeah. to do. And then maybe if we get to the point in a later episode where she's got the upper hand, he just has to tell her what's going on. But right. I, I do think he's going to have to be the reveal because he's, you know, he's the all knowing in a certain way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Before we end this episode, I do want to talk about one more thing with you, Tyler, especially because you're talking about episode 10 being called cleaning. Is it alluding to the fact that they're just going to explain more to us what's on the outside via cleaning, or is it going to be something like they actually send Jules out to clean and she dies? So something I wanted to talk about was the fact that if I'm correct, she goes down the mechanical, the rebellion starts two things I'm thinking about here. The rebellion has started. Our girl is in a shitstorm. She's not in any more of a situation where she's just like, I'm going to roam the silo and get some answers and blah, blah, blah. Like, we're past that. Shit is at the fan in season one for our girl. If she stays the main character, where do we go from here? So my theory, my question to you, too, is she goes down to mechanical. She buys time. Two things can happen. I talked about one of them in the last episode, but if she opens the hard drive and has time to actually go into it with the eyes of someone who's like the sheriff and not necessarily Allison, who was just like, what's this? What's this? What's this? Someone who's the sheriff who already has like a lot of answers. The hard drive is what opened Allison's eyes. Jules' eyes are already open. So she has a, more of a chance to see what is the deal. One of the big things they talk about or they show in episodes one, two, whatever it is, one, I guess, is the tunnel. We already know that Jules has been down there. She already knows that George was talking about there's something down there with a door and the water and blah, blah, blah. And he thinks he it, found it. Right. So is the next step more silos? Are we already at the breaking point in our silo where shit's hit the fan? We can't go higher in, in one isolated silo. She needs to break out. Does she go to another silo am... the tunnel or something like that? Whether or not there's multiple silos that are connected, and that's what the 18 means, there's a lot of things it could be, which if I had to choose, I would probably say that, you know, there are more silos. But to your point, I think the capper on this season is we are going to know what the context of the silo is in the world. Yeah. And then the beauty of it is once we know that truth, it's going to open up a million different questions for the characters. Right. And that's, what's going to drive the story forward. So again, to your point, if she's learning in the last episode, what's going on in the silo and what its ultimate purpose is in this world. And then she's either figuring out a way to go outside or, you know, what have you, if it ends with that, that would be really a good thing because as the viewer, you've been kind of swerving and trying to think like we were talking about so small ball the whole season. It's it's yeah getting you to be like, what's going on in this silo? And did Holson and Allison survive when really it's like, no, you got to think about what the fuck is going on in the world right now. Right. And I think right. Give us part of that answer in the finale. And then just by nature of doing that, that's going to lead to, oh, my God. Well, that means, you know, there's more silos and more people to talk to what's why is the reason that they were in here there's so many questions yeah. so i would love if that's how the season ends where we kind of just know the smaller question of this silo but we understand it's part in the world and then that leads us to tons of additional questions yeah i love that option two you kind of already talked about it for a second in that little monologue you gave me that i loved but i talked about it last episode it's a little far-fetched but if 
she's in mechanical. We don't know how much time is going to pass in episode nine and ten. But if she's in mechanical, the rebellion is buying her time. She is dealing with someone like Walk. She's got all of her mechanical homies with her. She breaks into the hard drive. She finds out, like you said, Tyler, whatever the answers are. She could find out that we're right, and it's a VR headset that lets you die. You don't get protected. What if she builds protection, and then she gives herself up to go cleaning? I could see a season end where she goes to clean and she walks outside and everyone's watching and then she doesn't die. And everyone's like, what? Or something like that. Yeah. That would be, because- that would be cool too. Again, like, I don't know if I, if I'm ready for like the Iron Man suit building yeah, montage right, right. in the finale. Like, I, but that, that could be it as well. You know, well, it has to be something it doesn't that's have subtle. to be. I keep just thinking in my head, like, well, Tim Robbins knows everything, so he has to tell them. The only reason I think that is because George Wilkins, who was questioning the silo the most, and Allison looked at this hard drive, and they didn't have any concrete answers from it. They just right, had right. maybe, you know, there, maybe the there's picture a of what's actually out there or what they're seeing. They had right. you know, some schematics. So I, I just don't know if like Walt gets into the hard drive and she's like, oh, it's right here. They encrypted it and it says exactly what the purpose of the silo is. I would yeah. much rather hear it from the one person that we now know as the viewer is the person that knows why he's. I agree with that. More of the all knowing. But. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I'm just, yeah, we'll see. I'm really hoping that at the end of this, we just kind of know where the silo fits into the world. That would be really, Agreed. that would be really nice for us to pay off. Really nice, dude. Any uh, parting really, shots? Really nice. Any parting shots before, uh, before we well, finish this up? We haven't seen Hugh yet, unless I've missed No, we have not. Him. No, I, I don't think we've seen him. This is why I love this podcast and doing this podcast with you because I wasn't even thinking about another rebellion, but. That would put a lot of random people into scenes. Yeah. And he was a mechanical and, guy, just and throwing just wrenches at people. Like, like yeah. hitting people with a wrench or something. Um, or maybe he's just there while Walk's making a like great speech and he's just like, yeah. But we <laughs> haven't seen our boy Hugh yet. Every episode that passes, I'm feeling a little less confident that the the two T's in truth really are uh, going to mean anything. <laughs> yeah. Might be a douse, might be a douse the flower situation for us, but you know, I'm st- we still got two episodes. We got a fifth of the season. Come on. They have plenty of time to make Holston mean more and more to us. And, and if he wants to throw those double T's yeah, at us. Yeah. But then like you watch the, it's you watch like the opening credits and it's like special guest Daniel Lowe and I'm like fuck he's not coming back <laughs> like yeah. just, so we'll see we will yeah, see we'll see well Jim two more episodes left two more weeks left but I'm uh, uh I'm happy I'm along for the ride with my boy um, my boy gonna, talking some uh, silo with me yeah we're I having think, some I fun <laughs> I think we're good I would say for anybody listening. There's been a lot of engagement through the Facebook, you know, Facebook Messenger coming off of the Facebook chats and the Reddit chats, and we love it. We're here for it. Um, some great additional theories. So if you know you feel strongly about anything that we said, let us know. Or if you think we're missing on something, I mean, we've already shown you through eight episodes that we definitely missed things. So yeah. and get don't in be there. shy. We want, we want to hear from you. 
Don't be shy to hit us up. Benchtown TV, Instagram, Twitter, Benchtown TV at gmail.com. Any of those avenues hit us up because Reddit has been a little sketchy with going on and off. So some of the subs are going down. Just a little bit of a mess right now. So if you guys are trying to talk to us and it's not going through, don't be shy. Hit us up on any of our socials at Benchtown TV. All right, guys, we will be back next week with episode nine. It's we said it, man. We the roller coaster, it's on its downturn. Shit start hitting the fan, and we're loving it. Is there going to be rebellion? I don't know. I think it makes a lot of sense just because the original rebellion, the people that have the access to the generator that can control the generator, it's a perfect thing to protect to say, hey, that's our hostage, pretty much. So yeah. I don't know. I like the rebellion. I think we might be getting a rebellion. I hope our boy Ian Glenn, aka uh, Doctor Pete Nichols, is is going to survive this season. A lot of answers are being given to us, but there are going to be a lot of questions coming. So we'll see. I'm 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 really excited to find out what happens next. If you guys like what you heard, please hit us up at bingetowntv.com. You can find any episode or show we've covered on bingetowntv.com. You can hit us up on our Benchtown TV feed to find all those as well. If you're on the silo feed, we appreciate you finding us that way. But we want you guys to listen to everything. So BenchtownTV.com, Benchtown TV socials, that's where you can find us. Hit us up for theories, questions, answers, anything. We really appreciate it. Once again, we are Benchtown TV. And thank you so much for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.